0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Kevin's Podcast Show. I'm your host, Kevin Marshall. We're going to talk about some news on here today, because, you know, that's what we do here on Kevin's Podcast Show. We talk about the news. We talk about views. We talk about weird Tennessee crap. We talk about ghosts. Hell, we talk about pretty much anything that I want to talk about, because you know what? It's my show. So that's how that works. So, it's time to put on your non binary, gender neutral panties, pull them some bitches up, look in the mirror, tell yourself, doggone it, I'm good enough, I'm strong enough, I'm fast enough, I'm wonderful enough that the government doesn't need to take care of me. Welcome to Kevin's Podcast Show. Today, ladies and gentlemen, I have a guest on Kevin's Podcast Show. It is Mr. Derek cook from Derek's heretics he has his own podcast it's available everywhere my podcast is available welcome mr Derek cook again for your second time as co-host of kevin's podcast show how you doing brother
1: i'm good i'm glad to be a repeat offender
0: (laughs) well uh i don't know what the repeat offense uh penalty is but we'll do it
1: let's keep repeating
2: Tonight,
0: we are going to witness The most anticipated match In the history For the heavyweight championship Of the world Are you ready?
1: Are you ready? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies
0: and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! All right, on News versus News today, we've got, of course, the Trump News Network, or as my buddy Billy called it yesterday, the Fantasy News Network, which I thought was pretty damn witty. Uh, and, and, and fairly accurate. Yeah, pretty. it is pretty accurate, because I'm just going to tell you right now, uh, Fox News is in the bag for Trump. Uh, but they're not in the bag for Trump for the reasons that you might think that they're in the bag for Trump. I will say this, that they're in the bag for Trump because they're playing to a specific audience. Trump fans tend to have more money and more discretionary funds, thereby whenever they sell ads, they get more ad revenue that way. So they're playing to their audience. And if somehow or another there was a diametric shift in the audience uh, out there that had more money and and that sort of thing, and they listened more to the Democrat side, I 100% guarantee you that uh, Fox would go that way.
1: Well, and if you want to take it even a step further than that, in my belief, the way I look at it, Is yeah, they are the white collar and they're all about some Trump, but MSNBC and all these other liberal networks aren't doing any favors for themselves because every candidate that they have backed, some foolish shit has come out on, and it's not not embellished, it's there.
0: That's true. Uh, what'd you call him, the Spartan? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Cory Booker. Uh, I mentioned this before on my podcast whenever I did a uh, kind of a rundown when there was only uh, a very few, 14 Democratic candidates at the time, but Cory Booker was one of them, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, but I went through the various problems that they had with all of those, but Cory Booker has a Me Too problem. Uh, he that's, does have a that, Me Too the, problem. And that's not going to go away.
1: No, and that, that will only exacerbate if he gets close next year.
0: That's true. That, that will
1: be a big, big That they're, they're holding on to that, and they should.
0: Uh, yeah. You don't show your cards till you have to.
1: And I thought that was what was funny, which I don't know if we need to bring it up now about Barr and his testimony yesterday, but you know, they're they're raking our attorney general over the coals because he is did not want to prosecute our president with no concrete evidence of collusion or obstruction. And the hypocrisy is well, I come out and I said that I sexually assaulted a woman and it's wrong. Well, why can't we charge you? You admitted to it.
0: That that he is, is true. On yourself. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That it's true. I, I will say this, Bill Barr said, fuck you today, and he, he didn't show up. And I, I don't blame him. He was a no-show.
1: The rhetoric that was that was displayed yesterday was nothing short of a fucking bitch hunt. And if you were going, we should be glad as a nation that there wasn't enough evidence to, to persecute our president and pull him out of office. And And the thing about it is, is now you've wasted so much fucking time trying to find something that you couldn't. What's the point? In a year, I tell you what, you take all that energy that you're using right now and put it into a candidate that might be him because you're going to have an easier time doing that than doing what you're trying.
0: That's Period. true. That's true, and it's like Bill Barr said. Everybody in the United States has the opportunity to read the Mueller report. He didn't feel like there was enough evidence there to prosecute, which, like you just said, and we said yesterday on Kevin's podcast show, if uh, the dozens and, and dozens. dozens of listeners out there Uh were listening, uh, you know that we said this yesterday that why would you cheer and want your president to have colluded with a foreign power to try to gain office? I was... I was glad that the president was found innocent, and I would have been glad had this been, for example, Barack Obama, I would have been glad that he wasn't guilty of it anyway, because I wouldn't want my president to be guilty of colluding with a foreign government. That said, let's talk about the fantasy news network, Fox News or the Trump News Network, and one of their top stories off of their app today is the Ukraine embassy says that the DNC, that would be the Democrat National uh, Committee operative, says that a DNC operative reached out for dirt on Trump in 2016. Ukraine's embassy wrote that Democrat National Committee DNC insider reached out in 2016 seeking dirt on President Trump's team, According to a bombshell news report, I don't know that it's a bombshell. It really doesn't yeah. surprise me. But anyway...
1: No, that, they, that was also... Was that not discovered in this Mueller report that was released, that there was some questionable behavior coming prior to the election?
0: There was questionable behavior not only from the Ukrainians, but from the Australians and the British, which... What? What the hell? Really? Uh, Those
1: are our friends. Oh,
0: oh, yeah, but they had insider information. <laughs> I don't. What the hell?
1: How do you collude with friends?
0: Are they really our friends? I mean, this is a
1: roux. This is a roux.
0: Okay, this is a roux, and this is a beer. Foster's Australian for beer.
1: (laughs) See what you did there.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, The DNC insider reached out in 2016, seeking dirt on President Trump's team, according to a new bombshell report Thursday that further fueled Republican allegations that Democrats were the ones improperly colluding with foreign agents during the campaign. See, here's the thing: it doesn't matter if they're our buddies or not our buddies. If they were colluding with an outside, with a foreign entity, that's illegal. Okay. Absolutely. Ambassador. And I'm gonna slaughter this name, so we're just gonna we're just gonna go with it. Just Ambassador Valery Charlie. Valerie Valeri Charlie. Charlie. Let's just call him Ambassador Charlie. Chuck. Chuck. Ambassador Chuck from <laughs> Ukraine <laughs> said that DNC contractor Alexandra uh Chalupa. Really? Chalupa?
1: There you go. See? Why can't they do that way easy
0: with that one? Nah, it's really it's his name, Chalupa. C H A L U P A. Alexandra Chalupa. Maybe he's Mexican. Anyway, push for Ukrainian's then-president Petro Poroshenko to mention Paul Manafort's ties to Ukraine publicly during his visit to the U.S. and sought detailed financial information on his dealings in the country. At the time, Manafort was Trump's campaign chairman. The embassy got to know Mr. Chalupa because of her... Oh, I'm sorry. It's a chick. Uh, I guess if I would read that correctly. Alexandra... Not Alexander. So
1: wait, wait, educate me on something. Okay, they were trying to get someone to reach out to Paul Manafort, correct?
0: They were actually trying to mention. They were trying. They weren't trying to get somebody to to reach out to him. What they were trying to do was to get the Ukrainian official to publicly say something about Paul Manafort's ties to the Ukraine while they were on a visit to the United States during the 2016 election, where that you could say, Oops, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, my. Oh, my. You know. Oh, okay, now. And we're trying to get him... Basically, they were trying to get him to leak it out. Or hurt. Sure,
1: sure. So, uh, let's pause right there. Did Paul Manafort not... Was he not one of the two major players that Mueller did get?
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, Manafort, Cohen... Papadopoulos and uh, bu- Boyle. No, not Boyle. Well, this is professional. I've got professional egg on my face now. Can't think of the other hey. guy's name. But anyway, yeah, there was. I think there was four of them. Uh, four major ones. Uh, so we now have
1: discovered. I guess through Barr's investigation into the. The activity of the Obama administration and the DNC, correct? Because I'm assuming that's where this has come from. Because he said yesterday he was opening up an investigation to dig a little deeper to see where all this shit came from in the first place.
0: Yeah, I think they're afraid of that.
1: We've now, well, I, uh, That's what I'm getting at. We've now discovered that one of the players that Mueller hit was somebody who they were trying to get fucked in the first place.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: So maybe he didn't play, and they were able to spin it enough where they could collude him in there, and he was unjustly prosecuted.
0: Maybe. Okay. So Alex
1: grasping at straws. I'm just saying. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Maybe he was colluding, and Trump was. not Okay. I mean, there's there's a lot of ways you can spin it. Go ahead.
0: Okay. So we've got Chalupa and Chuck. Chuck was <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chuck was from the Ukraine, and Chalupa was from the DNC. So let's get those characters right where we're at. The oh, embassy at Taco Bell. That's right. Taco Bell and Chuck. The, uh, Taco and Chuck, the embassy got to know Taco because of her engagement with Ukrainian and other diasporas? Now, I'm sure that's a word I should know, but I don't know what it is. Diasporas. I don't know what that is. Any idea? It's worth a Google. Keep okay. going. Okay. All right. No, no, no. Hell no. I'm going to Google that. Hell no. Oh. To the no, no, no. But you keep reading. I'll Google it. Oh, you're going to Google it. I'll Google it. Okay. Well, I've already Googled it. Ooh, Jews living outside of Israel. Well, that's a good word to know. Holy shit. Okay. Word of the day. Word of the day. Diaspora. A Jew living outside of Israel. I did not know that. Okay. Taco Bell, because of her engagement with the Ukrainian and other diasporas in Washington, D.C., and not in her DNC capacity, we've learned about her DNC involvement later Chuck said in a statement released by the Ukrainian embassy, We were surprised to see Alexandra's interest in Paul Manafort's case. It was her own cause. The embassy representatives unambiguously refused to get involved in any way as we were convinced that this is strictly a U.S. domestic matter. Chuck went on to say, All ideas floated by... Taco were related to approaching a member of Congress with a purpose, oh, I'm sorry, with a purpose to initiate hearings on Paul Manafort or letting an investigative journalist ask President Poroshenko, who's from the Ukraine, a question about Mr. Manafort during his public talk in Washington, D.C. In other words, they were trying to go, they were trying to do that, uh, what's that deal in football where they, they, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's called a Quarterback Sneak. That's what they were trying to do. Oh. So, neither the DNC or Taco, who works for as a Washington, D.C.-based political consultant, immediately responded to Fox News' request for comment. No shit. In 2017, Taco told CNN during the 2016 election, I was part-time consultant for the DNC running an ethnic exchangement program. I was... I was not an opposition researcher for the DNC, and the DNC never asked me to go to the Ukraine embassy to collect information. However... That
1: would be like me going to American Eagle and stealing clothes and saying I was there as an ambassador for Goodwill.
0: Exactly. You're just getting clothes for Goodwill. That's that's where those clothes would have ended up anyway. That's how that would have worked. So there you go. However, Taco acknowledged that she met with, quote, representatives of the Ukrainian embassy, but said that the topic of conversation was Immigrant Heritage Month Women's Networking Event. She also told CNN that Manafort was named Trump's campaign chairman. She flagged the DNC that Manafort had worked with the Russian-backed Viktor Yanukovych, Ukrainian's president at the time. Federal Election Commission records confirmed that Taco's firm provided various services to the DNC in 2016 and that the DNC paid Taco more than $412,000 from 2004 to 2016. So, let's divide that up. That's eight. Eight will go into 412000 how many times? Do some math real quick. $51,000 a year. I believe that's what it comes out to. Check it. Check, my all on, Check my math. Four hundred and twelve divided by eight. 51? Am I right? Tell me I'm right. 51. Yeah, I'm pretty smart. Chalupa... Had other clients besides the DNC during that period, maybe. No, she... wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay.
1: So how do we know that Manafort was having any meetings with the president of the Ukraine? That's what you said, right? Uh, Did I n- misunderstand n- that?
0: Not exactly. What they're what this is what she. Okay, let me break it down for you. I li- don't have it it's... in front of
1: me, so I'm not. Yeah,
0: and it's a little complicated. So let's let's follow the let's follow how it goes here. Chalupa Taco, AKA uh-huh. Taco. Right. And and Chucky Chuck, Chuck who is a uh, representative from the Ukraine, I guess he's a diplomat of some kind. Okay, sure. the the president of the Ukraine was visiting the United States during the two thousand sixteen election. Okay, it was suggested by Taco, who was uh-huh. paid by the DNC, that she suggested to the ambassador that the president mentioned that Manafort had connections to the Ukraine. The whole, Why the
1: fuck would he mention that?
0: Well, he would. Not to
1: mention that even if you, uh, this is this is it. This is what's getting me. Is there so many loopholes with that theory? Because if Chalupa, yeah, has been over there with Chuck and yeah. cohorts with him prior yeah. to the Ukrainian president visiting the United States, which I'm assuming that's what that report said, right? That seed was probably planted there with no merit to it whatsoever,
0: right? And uh, and the whole idea behind it was is that if they mentioned. Manafort having connections to the Ukraine, inadvertently, let's say, that the president of Ukraine dropped that bombshell while he was visiting in Washington, D.C. in 2016 during the presidential election, then guess what would happen? There would be a feeding frenzy. It'd be like chumming the water for the the media sharks, and the whole idea behind it was to cause damage to the president, or to, uh, well, at the time, he was just Donald Trump, but... The the idea was to cause damage to Trump. Well, and and two
1: for a party that was so sure. And and I'll tell you the truth, I voted for Gary Johnson. I did too. I wasn't sure who to vote for, but I knew that wasn't positive about Trump. Damn sure, not vote for Hillary.
0: No, when in doubt, but, vote Libertarian. That's what I have said. But,
1: and I believe, like the vast majority of Americans, that Hillary was going to get it. it I did, fun. too. I, I did, too. Was in there. It was yeah. great. But they were making damn sure that this didn't happen, and it fucking backfired, is what it sounds like to me. Because
0: Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, I think they were in, ba- in the bag for Hillary. I thought that everybody thought she was going to win. Hell, I think Trump thought she was going to win.
1: Well, I do too. I think he was in it just for the ride. It's, I said I would always run for president. I'm, I'm going to show them that I'm going to do it, and I'm going to, you know, rattle some cages while I'm at it. But the problem is, is he was popular, and the cages he was rattling are the ones that they didn't want rattled. And with that came a lot of cover up, a lot of, you know, their own collusion. Well, look I mean, at Hillary's emails.
0: Yeah, th- I think though that Seth Myers is the one that brought <laughs> during the correspondence dinner. You made a joke that some would say spurred on Donald Trump to run for president. Donald Trump has been saying that he will run for president as a Republican, which is surprising since I just assumed he was running as a joke. They, you
1: have to blame somebody. He just happened to be the, uh, the one they're going to blame for. It well,
0: uh, you know, uh, he, he said that, and I mean, I know you can't see the video on the podcast, but I'm just going to tell you right now, that pissed Donald Trump off. It pissed him off, and I think that's what caused him to run. Right. Well,
1: he, he's not a joke. And and here's the deal. Everybody wants to point fingers because he, he had to file bankruptcy a, a couple of times. They, they want to point fingers because he's lost money on deals. They want to point fingers, make the jokes about that, and then they want to talk about, well, he's got all these contacts overseas in Russia and all this, that, and the other. And of course he fucking does. And you know what? He's made billions of dollars. He's had a couple fuck-ups, but he's bounced back. It's not like he was... Making money, and then file bankrupts until I face of the earth.
0: Well, when you're a billionaire, you don't become a billionaire and stay within the United States. You go around no. the world. That's the way that works. So,
1: and you're not going to file a real estate mogul for having deals in other countries.
0: No. Okay, I searched uh, in our news versus news segment today. I searched uh, CNN for something about the Ukrainian connection. The bombshell that. report that uh, Fox News had, the Fantasy News Network had, the the Trump news, the old Trumpy news network over there, they called it a bombshell. Well, it wasn't much of a bombshell. CNN didn't mention it. I also looked on Al Jazeera and I looked on uh, uh, MSNBC. I didn't see any articles. So on CNN, we're going to talk about uh, measles. I'm going to read a little bit of this article here, and uh, it's of concern to me and Derek because Derek and I are both paramedics, even though we do podcasts that have nothing to do with being paramedics. That's our job, so we have a concern when it comes to measles. Absolutely. Uh, But anyway, here's, here's the thing. The U.S. inches closer, this is from CNN the U.S. inch is closer to measles record with more than 600 cases reported. There have been 626 cases of measles reported in the United States this year, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. That's 71 more than the agency reported last week in its weekly update. Just four months into the year, the number of cases is only 42 away from surpassing the record of 667 cases in 2014, the highest number since the illness was declared eliminated in the united states in 2000 now i want to point out this sentence in this article from cnn the highest number since the illness was declared eliminated in the united states in 2000 now i'm not a big trumper 100 percent of what he does i am not in favor of And as a libertarian, it kind of goes against my grain. However, why do you think that after measles was eradicated in the United States, we still have 600 and something cases five months in, and it's going to probably break a record before we get out of the year? I'm sure it will. My guess is... Even though the article didn't say that, and I'm just a dumb old country boy, and I don't know shit from apple butter most of the time. But my guess is that all these people that are coming in from other countries are bringing measles in
1: uh i think that has some to do with it i have a different take on that okay go ahead i think it's my dumbass generation of people that have got this narrative in their head that if we vaccinate against a disease that has killed multiple people thousands upon thousands of people that we are harming our bodies
0: causing autism that's another one which is fucking
1: bullshit and 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 here's the part that pisses me off about that those of you that don't know i my wife and i have a small softball team at home we have four children our youngest just turned one. Now, he's getting his vaccinations the same as other children have. But what if, while we were in that hospital, after we had him, he hadn't had a chance to have that vaccination. Or for some unforeseen circumstances, wasn't vaccinated for the measles or whatever you want to put in there. Because the couple next to us or in the hospital decided they weren't going to do it. They've got a strand of that disease. and His immune system isn't built up to it. And now, your views have killed my child, and I have nothing to do with that.
0: Yeah, it's pretty shitty, dude.
1: It, it, it is. And... And I'm i like you on a lot of levels, especially when it comes to the libertarian thought process that we should be allowed to do things that we want. You know, you and I had a discussion not too long ago about seatbelts and and helmet laws for motorcycles, and it should be all right.
0: Yeah, we're going to have a podcast about that, folks, later on.
1: Your views now are affecting other people. That's a fucking problem. And it's causing harm to people that have no dog in that fight. That is a big problem. Now, I bet these same people that will not vaccinate their children for whatever unforeseen circumstances, if they've ever had to fly to another country, were up to date on all their fucking vaccines because what they wanted to do, take precedence over how they felt about it.
0: Well, yeah, you're right about that. But And here's the thing. If you want to withhold vaccinations from your children, I'm all for that. If that's what you want to do, if that's the way you believe, if you think it causes autism, if you think it causes Whatever kind of malady that you think that it's caused you, just scared of it. You the voodoo doll that you live, that you worship, that's in your closet, and that's what has told you that you shouldn't have vaccinations. If that's what you believe, that's fine. But keep your fucking kids away from mine.
1: It's exactly right. There's not a racist or a sexist bone in my body, nor has there ever been. Even raised in the South. With well, that being said, you got to use some goddamn common sense occasionally.
0: Well, the 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 selfish thing about it is, is that okay. I heard a guy that on TV, and I, I'm not going to be able to recall his name. I'm not going to re- be able to recall where I heard it from, but the gist of the the thing was, is he said that when you go under anesthesia for uh, whatever procedure, okay. And Derek and I know about that, that, you know, we use rapid sequence induction or ra- rapid sequence intubation, where we give medi- medications that paralyze the body and uh, sedate the sedate. body. Sedate. and paralyze the body so that we can secure an airway. And, and uh, basically, it takes people's pain away. It takes their memory of the event away and all that sort of thing.
1: You basically go into the best sleep you've ever had. <laughs>
0: That's true, but.
1: Without knowing it. <laughs> if you, if, yeah.
0: If you don't have the skill that it takes to perform that procedure, then it, it's fucked up as a football bat. But oh, yeah. let's just say, even if you've got the best skilled people, still, out of all those things that can go wrong, and we're not going to talk about what kind of things that you can get through these medications, that happens about three or four out of 100,000 cases which is very, very low. And the benefits that come from the things that we do far outweigh the risk. I say that to say this. That's the same way with vaccinations. The guy that I heard talking about this was equating the instance of uh, problems with anesthesia to the instance of problems with vaccinations. You're talking about two or three out of 100,000 people. And the, and the benefits far outweigh the negative. And so if you're one of these anti-vaxxers out there, God bless you. You have every right to do that. This is America. But keep Absolutely. Those, keep your fucking kid away from my fucking kid.
1: understand that you are rolling the dice.
0: You are, relevant. You know, for
1: there. whatever fucking belief system that you might have, for whatever reason, you might not be doing it. If it's from a religious standpoint, um, speaking from a medical profession and someone who believes in God and and religion, if God didn't want us to prolong our life, He wouldn't give us the knowledge and the know-how and the want to progress. Now, so don't don't come at me with that because it's selfish to kill many people. And I'm not saying that's a completely. It's a dramatic. Uh, yeah. Yes, but it, but it's there. It could happen. You look at the Ebola outbreak that happened. We never had to worry about it because it was never here. Then we brought it in. Now we've taken a disease that we we kick its ass, mm-hmm. and we're bringing it back because we're like, we're not going to do that. I well, mean, I want little Jimmy Jane. We haven't decided what he or she's name wants to be. We want them to be as pure as they can be. Fuck you. Well, that's not how that works. You you are, you are rolling the dice with your own child. It is your job as a parent to do everything that you can to protect that child, not to make a decision that could be harmful.
0: Well, I will disagree with you on this point that if somebody makes that decision, that's their business. But the difference between making a decision about not vaccinating your child, for example... For whatever reason that happens to be. it doesn't matter if it's religion or if it's... um, And
1: it's none of my business. It
0: it doesn't matter. But that's my point. My point is that vaccinations can affect other people. And as an example, a counter-example example to that is the Jehovah's Witness who will not take any blood products. They will not take blood from another human being. That's against their religion. The thing about that is is that them not taking blood is not going to affect anybody but them.
1: Exactly. And may, maybe I've come at this a little too brass. And if I've come off As an asshole? <laughs> No, I'm okay with being an asshole. I just want oh, to be yeah, condescending. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I respect your viewpoints. I'm just, I'm stating it from my side. Yeah. As you know, someone who has yeah. children and works in the medical field, it's not fair to introduce that into me. Because even if I come home with it, I mean, what if the virus is dormant on me and I'm not going to get it because I've had my vaccinations and I take home to my baby
2: uh-huh. who hasn't
1: had it and doesn't have a strong immune system and now he's got it and he's going to be battling my medical bills are going to go up. Are you going to fucking pay him? Absolutely not. You're not.
2: Uh-uh.
0: Well, See, so that's, that, that's but, you know, that is the quandary. That you're talking about. Well, let's get on with the article here. We've we're going a little bit long in the tooth on this deal. Anyway, Iowa and Tennessee reported their cases for the first time this week. I think uh, Tennessee's case was in Chattanooga and Cleveland, maybe Cleveland. Oh, god, Tennessee? it's, 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 it's <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. (laughs) the
1: Zambies.
0: The Zambies are coming. Anyway, Iowa and Tennessee reported cases for the first time this week, bringing the total number of states reporting measles this year to 22. The other states are Arizona, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Missouri, Nevada, New Hampshire, New York, New Jersey, Oregon, Tennessee, Texas, and Washington State. Why don't
1: you just tell
0: us where it's not? New York is the state with the highest number of cases this year. Health officials there are trying to contain what has become the longest ongoing outbreak in the country since 2000. The outbreak in ultra-Orthodox Jewish neighborhoods began in October when, according to officials, an unvaccinated child became infected while visiting Israel because Orthodox Jews... Do not take the measles vaccination. All right, let's see. Uh, Last week, the New York City Health Department said two people contracted the illness from the U.K., one from the Ukraine. According to the World Health Organization, Ukraine has reported 72,000 cases of measles in the last 12 months, the highest of any country. So there you go. Okay, let's see. Let's run on down here for just a second. Measles is characterized by a rash of flat red spots. Other symptoms may include fever, cough, runny nose, watery eyes. Complications, which are more likely in patients younger than 5 and older than 20, can include ear infections with permanent hearing loss, diarrhea, pneumonia, and swelling of the brain. Pregnant women who get measles are at risk of premature delivery and having a low birth weight baby. One or two out of every 1,000 people who get measles will die from the disease, according to the CDC, although there's not been a death from the disease in the United States since 2015. Hopefully we can
1: keep that going. Yeah. Well, I want to know um, what the the cause and effect cost ratio would be. How much treatment would be to save your ass for not taking it, as opposed to just taking it? How much money are we paying? You, you see where I'm going with this?
0: Yes. Well, considering that 487 out of the 626 cases this year are people that are 19 years old and younger, I would assume that somehow or another we're all paying for that.
1: That's what I'm saying. Okay.
0: Alright. Alright. That is news versus news. Uh, CNN versus Fox News. The fake news network against the fan- fantasy news network. Okay. In news versus news today, we had Fox News versus CNN. And we score in the News Boxing Association, the World News Boxing Association. We score it in the 10 point must system. So one of our judges today is, of course, Derek. And, Derek, I want you to score uh, in three rounds a 10 to 9, 10 to 9, 10 to 9, Fox or CNN in these three categories. And then we'll compare notes and see where it comes from here. So, in the category of reporting on the facts, how do you score? CNN or Fox News?
1: I'm probably going to give CNN the 10 on that one and Fox the 9. And the reason is, is because... What Fox is reporting on is just hearsay. And I'm not saying it isn't factual, but what CNN is, that's something we can actually pull medical records from and see. I
0: agree.
1: I'll give that 10 to 9.
0: All right. That's what I got. I got that for CNN. So uh, CNN is ahead now 20 to 18. And, okay, now the next category is the reporting style. How say you?
1: Oh, I'm going to have to go with Fox for that one, 10 to 9. You know, obviously they're trying to be – they're more relevant, I guess, because they're they're reporting on something that's actually unfolding, and that is the only thing that they're reporting on that, whereas nobody else is. But if you dig hard enough, you'll probably see in the top few that the measles. I know it's on there because I was on Fox
0: earlier. Yeah, that's that's true. Okay, and the last category that we have is the reporting objectiveness. How objective was the reporting uh, that they that they showed? Right now, we're a tied thirty-eight to thirty-eight. 10-point must system, how do you score the objectiveness of each uh, news outlet?
1: Oh, well, then it's 10 to 9, uh, CNN. That's CNN all day, because that's not an opinion-based. It's an outbreak. I agree. That's completely factual. The other one is a lot of opinionated.
0: I agree. So today, folks, on the World News Boxing Association's uh, Fight Championship, the winner is CNN.
2: Hey, friends, it's Unknown Redneck here on Kevin's Podcast Show. I just want to tell you all right now that that Kurt Angle has decided to take that Frenchie feller, that there John Luke, that's getting married to Starla Jean, his sister, down there to that hoochie-coochie place for some kind of bachelor party. And I'm just going to tell you right now, they invited me to go, and I said I wasn't going because I'm married to Cheryl, and I ain't no bachelor, and I don't need to go to no party. Well, anyhow, I don't know what it's all about, but I know that they went and got about $100 worth of single-dollar bills. Just single-dollar bills. They said they was going to stuff them in their G-strings. And I don't even know what that means, put something in a G-string. What about the A, B, C, D, E, and F-strings? I don't even know what that's all about. Anyhow, I reckon Kurt Angle's got his big top knot down there, and he's going to sit around with his man bun, his rat tail, and all that sort of thing. And I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm still calling him Patchy, because he ain't got no beard, neither. Well, anyhow... I reckon they're gonna go down there and try to get in a little kind of bachelor party or something. I don't know what that's all about. But anyhow, Starla Jean and that Frenchie feller's getting married on Saturday. Be tomorrow, I reckon, whenever this comes out, according to Kevin's podcast show. And I reckon they're all ready to do that. But anyhow, I ain't going down there no hoochie girls. That's all I got to say about that. But anyhow, we're ready for them. That's just a little update from the unknown redneck. And you know where I am.
0: Dateline, Crossville, Tennessee, a hammer-toting Sally Selby arrested for vandalism blames Tony Perry. Crossville police respond Saturday morning to a report of vandalism in progress at Peg Broadcasting on Miller Avenue. They found a 45-year-old Sally Renee Shelby tearing apart the front porch and railings of the radio station with a hammer. She claimed Tony Perry had told her to fix the steps. When she was advised Tony Perry did not work there and to stop damaging the steps, Selby refused to stop. She also cursed and threatened an employee with her hammer. When police ordered her to drop the hammer, she placed it down on the railing but kept her hand on it. Police attempted to move the hammer out of her reach, but she grabbed it back, thus forcing an officer to deploy his taser for a single five-second cycle. Shelby, who refused medical treatment, was taken into con- custody Good without for incident. Her. Good she- for her. She was charged with vandalism and resisting arrest. Damage to the structure was estimated at $450. It was Shelby's third arrest in two and a half weeks. You know what surprises me oh, most about that story? Not in Florida? <laughs> No, Tennessee's got their own number of rednecks, although Florida is, Florida's got some bizarre shit. Now, what surprises me most is that whenever I read stories like this on Weird Tennessee, most of the time it ends with you know something like her story, which is vandalism, resisting arrest, and public intoxication. That's usually what's... But she, <laughs> she evidently is not intoxicated, which uh, if I was her, I'd rather be intoxicated. So at least then I could say, uh, blame it on the booze. You know,
1: but. I mean, go big or go home.
0: Go big or go Some home. Some
1: people are just naturally back up.
0: And most of them have vaginas. <laughs> okay, that's Weird Tennessee news. Stand by for the shout outs. It is time for the shout outs. Listen to my fellow podcasters out there, Smudcast, who do movie reviews. News and general nonsense, the Shift Enter podcast, all things EMS and ambulance related, with my buddy Drew McSalty and his erstwhile companion, Morton Salt. Don't forget Derek's Heretics with Derek Cook, my co host today. Shout out to Derek Cook. If you like ghost stories, conspiracy theories, mysteries, then you'll like Derek's Heretics. And don't forget his companion YouTube channel, Greasy Rock Paranormal. Get over there and get yourself scared. That's what I'm saying. Also on YouTube, Jason Albert TV. And The Unknown Redneck has his own YouTube channel. That's right. Just Google The Unknown Redneck and get your head sack on. Going over to Facebook and check out my buddy Mike Wood. He has Weird Tennessee. Also Hybrid Fitness, my buddy Danny Ramsey. If you want to pick up heavy shit and put it back down, go see Danny Ramsey. If you're in the Paswell area... Also for a uh, little for a little giggle you can check out Hillbilly memes marketplace morons Also you can check out the libertarian Party of Tennessee and also check out Kevin's podcast show Facebook page at podcast Kevin on Facebook at podcast Kevin on Twitter and uh, you can also shoot me an email Kevin's podcast show at gmail.com and you can also get uh, Derek's heretics. What's your uh, email there Derek?
1: I was actually fixing to say it's uh at gmail send me any kind of thoughts if you have a story you want to share it. Uh, yeah, I believe in non- anonymity. a <laughs> if you don't want it out
0: Anonymity. there's a song in that somewhere we can make it we can
1: you know feel free I've had that email up for a while and one of you could be my first email <laughs>
0: <laughs> well there you go you could get a, and, and derek is also on anchor just like i am you can go to the anchor podcast app if you use anchor uh you can uh, leave a voicemail there if you don't want to send an email you can just leave a voicemail uh heck you might hear yourself on one of our programs you can't never tell okay i think we've come to the end of the program my friend
1: it's like there were so many stones left
0: unturned. Well, that's why we keep doing podcasts. We'll just keep doing them. Keep turning them rocks over, looking for big old red worms so we can go fish some more. What do you think about that? Hey, I like that.
1: I like to fish. I like to fish. That
0: was, that was, that was nice. It was, wasn't it? It worked out pretty good. It's almost like I'm a professional or something, isn't it? Almost. Not quite. You're there. Yeah, okay. All right, folks, thank you for listening to Kevin's Podcast Show. Don't forget you can get us on Anchor Podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and all those places that you can get your podcast, podcasts, any of those kind of things. Yeah. Well, I, it just it just reminded me, I've got, there's another one. I want to give a shout-out here at the end of the program. Before we move on, let me scroll over here and talk about it. I want you to listen uh, via PodCoin. That's the new app that's come out. That's a way for you to listen to podcasts and actually get paid via PodCoin currency to listen. Uh, You can get discounts through things. You can just just look it up. PodCoin's free app. Uh, I recommend it. Uh, I'm going to put it in my uh, description this evening uh, off this particular episode, and I will um, leave a link. If you want to click it, check it out, and uh, that's the new thing. That's the new thing. So, shout out to PodCoin. We're going to see how that goes. They may end up being the biggest piece of shit on the face of the planet. I'm not saying it. I don't know, but it's fair enough for me to say that because I don't know anything about them, but I'm going to try them, give them a try out, and I'll let you know how it works. If it works out good for me, then great. I'll pass along that information if it doesn't work out good for me. They're not paying me, so right now so that's that's that's
1: free information
0: it's free information so that's the way it is however if you are on if you are a PodCoin representative and you want to advertise on my program i am more than happy to take your cash i'm just going to tell you right now okay folks we've come to the end of this podcast thank you so very much for listening and until next time it is deuces oh 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 not quite Derek, thank you for being no here. duck lips shit. Thank you for being here, buddy. Oh, anytime. Don't forget, Derek's Heretics, available where all fine podcasts are sold. And until next time, it is deuces and duck Clips.